Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Extraordinary Talk Show. This is your Monday afternoon host, Stella Hill. With another happy Monday, I had a great weekend, and I had so much inspiration that I want to share with you guys. Before we start, let me begin by telling you to please do not believe a word that I say. If, however, something that I say causes a bell of truth to ring inside of you, please believe that. But as always, I am not here to try to tell you what to think. I'm here to encourage you to think for yourself and to give you some ideas and mental candy, mental chewing gum, things you can chew on to come to an understanding of what it is that you believe and what you think is right and true for you And hopefully along the way, find some things that bring you some joy and happiness and allow you to live your own life more freely with a greater understanding of who you are and what the universe is. That's what we're here for. But again, I'm not trying to tell you or make you believe anything. I just want to help open your mind. So today I want to talk to you about the universal law of give and get. You might also have heard of it as the law of giving and receiving. The point is, it's the law of energy flowing away from you and towards you at the same time. A couple of weeks ago, I talked to you guys about my relationship theory of little hinges and large doors, which is that anytime you're in a relationship with someone or even a group of someone's, you want to use your energy as efficiently as possible when giving to those that you love. Even though you love them, you want to give them all kinds of things. But there are ways to use your energy most efficiently in doing that. Little hinges swing large doors. And you can do something that for you is very easy, very automatic, very simple, even fun, that for you is a, a little hinge. But when you do that for the other person, the reward for them exponentiates and is like a large door. So all you did was swing a little hinge for you, but it became a large door for that person. And if that's ever backwards, that you're swinging the large door and all they're getting out of it is the little hinge, it's time to reevaluate that relationship and where you're putting energy into it. Another part of that is that doors swing open and close both directions. And when you are giving to that person, they're also going to give back to you. Now, sometimes the giving and getting, well, for one thing, please remember you can never do something loving for another person without receiving energy back, without receiving a reward. It's impossible because the more you give, when you give something, it actually creates a vacuum in your energy that the universe must fill. So you give goodness the universe must refill you with whatever goodness it was that you gave away. And that works with any form of energy. Now, sometimes that means you're going to give your next door neighbor a plate of cookies when they move in and they're going to return the plate with muffins on it. And that's an exchange of energy. That is a give and a get. And sometimes the energy that you're giving might be education, might be learning and teaching. And in that manner, your student may not pay you back directly by teaching you something as well, though they will, but they may honor your gift to them by sharing that information and that education forward, by sharing that with someone else, and maybe even building on it and expounding on it to create something bigger out of what you originally started. So 
the law of giving and receiving can't not happen. Anytime you give, you will receive. But here's the thing. You don't necessarily have to give in order to receive. You are an infinite being. Your energy transcends time. And the being that you are right now maybe doesn't remember all of the energy that you've given in the past. And it maybe doesn't know yet all of the energy that you're going to give in the future. But it is still okay for you to receive energy even when you're not actively giving it. In fact, that's how it has to work. Because one pattern that you're going to find in the universe is the pattern of flux, the pattern of expansion and contraction, the pattern of give and receive. And it can't do both at the same time. You can't breathe in and out at the same time. But expansion and contraction is another law of the universe. And it's such a strong law of the universe that you can see patterns of it everywhere that you are, even who you are in your physical body. Because your lungs expand and retract, whether you think about it or not. And if you try to stop them, they ache to be able to expand again. And within your heart, your heart is a series of expansions and contractions. And as long as there is life energy in your body, you will have those expansions and contractions within your body. You can't stop it. And when you stop it, it stops the life energy in your body. There is expansion and contraction in all things. There is give and get in all things. But remember that it is always a flux. Think about when you go camping. I was camping this weekend. And you sit next to a fire and you get kind of chilly so you move closer to the fire. And it warms you up, but pretty quick you get too hot. So you have to back up again. And then you cool off. So you move closer to the fire again. And this pattern continues. And this is a pattern of flexing, of expansion and contraction. This is a pattern of giving and getting. That even as you're giving, when you step back from the fire, you give your body heat to the air around you. And when you step close to the fire again, you receive, body, you receive heat from the fire that then becomes your body heat. It's always a give and a get. In children's playgrounds, you hardly see teeter-totters anymore. But I'm old enough that I had teeter-totters. And there's always an up and a down. There's always a flex. It always goes good and goes back and forth. And sometimes it feels stuck and you need a little bit more force to get it back the other way. But force, while we don't necessarily want to invite violence, destruction as well as creation is a part of the world. That energy breaks down into different forms in order to renew itself and come back. And that itself is a pattern of flex, of the energy fluxing. Even as water changes form from water and it evaporates into gas and then recondensates into water again, there's a flux. There's a, it's a three-part circle, not necessarily a back and forth, but as the energy changes form, there's a flux that follows that cycle. It is a cycle and it is a pattern. One really fun thing about the universe is that there are so many patterns. We think of coincidences as being happenstance and accidental. Well, maybe you and I don't, but many people do. And the thing about a coincidence is it's the perfect alignment of two points. It's two things coming together. And when you see it that way, you recognize the intentionality behind it. 
if you don't see the patterns in the world, you will only see coincidences as accidents and happenstance. But when you begin to recognize the coincidences in your life, you'll begin to recognize patterns around them. And you'll be able to pick up on these patterns too. I call the patterns that you notice around you in the series of patterns that exist in the universe, Patternalia. And this works within your life and around your life and outside your life. But you will notice different patterns within your life in different areas of your life that are connected, just like the pattern of breathing and the pattern of flux, that there's always up and down, that there's always seasons to everything, but that everything also comes back around in one form or another. One thing that's really interesting about that to acknowledge is that energy is never wasted. Now, I've talked before that everything is energy. Even a stone or a piece of iron is energy that is vibrating at such a level that it holds together at that consistency, at that weight, and in that form. And the motion of the energy in it has a lot to do with the form that it holds. But everything is energy. Your very hand is only 99.999% solid. And yet, because the energy spins so fast within it, you can clap your two hands together without them crossing through each other because of the form of the energy in your hands. Everything is energy. You can also think of not only solid matter as energy, but money as energy, love as energy, water as energy, attention as energy. We talk about paying attention and, and giving your focus. Your energy is spent in many ways similar to how your money is spent. And that also is a pattern of how you give and you receive energy. And one thing about energy is, this isn't the best way to say it, but the universe hates a vacuum. The universe doesn't hate a vacuum, but the universe has a call to fill a vacuum. Any place that you fill a vacuum or that you create a vacuum by giving something away the universe can refill that. Now, that doesn't mean that every pattern in the world is something that you have to follow. Some patterns in the world are, might be patterns that you recognize that you do not want to continue. The best example that I can come up with easily is when you're dating someone and you don't like certain things about them, so you break up with them and then you date someone else and they have the same things about them that you also don't like. And at some point, you got to look at the relationships and the patterns of relationships that you have and recognize here's a common denominator. The common denominator is not necessarily all of these behaviors that the people have, but what am I doing to invite those behaviors? Because if I've got seven different people that I've dated and they all have the same problems, what is the connecting part of that pattern and how do I break it? As I was going through my divorce and even still, I understood a concept that if I live alone and my house is dirty, I know whose fault it is. And it's easy when I'm living alone to say, I made this mess. Sometimes it's easier to do that than when you're living with someone because it's hard to tell whose mess is whose. But easy for me to recognize this is a problem. I made this mess. This is something that I need to fix. This isn't anyone else's thing to fix. This is my thing to fix. And recognizing that unless I want to continue certain patterns, whether it's a messy closet or 
the shower not being cleaned as often as I would like it to, guess who's, who is responsible for that? I am. No one else uses that shower or that closet, which is, I truly appreciate having my own closet, but it means that it's my responsibility to clean it up. Um, let me go back to where I was. Sorry, guys. Breathing and flux. You'll find these patterns in your life. Oh, there I was. If you're, if you recognize the patterns in your life that you don't want, whether it's people in your life who bring the same types of problems back in all the time, if it's your record of how you're gaining weight or how you exercise or your pattern of speaking to yourself in a negative manner, acknowledge the pattern and commit to making a change. Set an intention to change that. And then when you see that pattern coming back, it's up to you to do something different to create a new pattern. And in doing that, you can create a new pattern, something better, something that is going to continue to come back around to you. And perhaps you can even improve on it every single time it comes back around because it will, because that's how energy and the universe flexes, always through expansion and contraction, always through patterns, always through coming back again. And always through coming back again, reaffirms the law of give and get. Just like how I said that when you, and I've talked about this m many times before, if you give away money, that creates a vacuum in your life of money energy and the universe must replace that. Now you can change your intentions of how much energy money you get back. Perhaps you would like less energy money or money energy, and perhaps you would like more energy money. And as you have a flow in your life, in and out, in and out, you're spending in a way that serves the community. You're buying groceries that support your neighbors who work at the store. In all of these ways you're giving, and in all of this, these ways you are sending money energy and loving energy out into your environment and your neighborhood, that can't not come back to you. And financially, it can't not come back to you. There's, there always must be a flow. But that's why you can't hoard. That's why you can't hoard your money. That's why you can't hoard your love. It's why even dams that are intended to contain the energy of water must have an opening somewhere because eventually that dam will burst if you try to hoard too much of any energy. It must be a flow. It must be a give and it must be a receive. But as long as there is a stream or something cut into the dam to release the water, more water can safely come in and you can even maintain a much larger volume of that water energy. But it's very, very important to have an outlet. There must be a flow. There must be a give and take. The point I'm trying to tell you is it's okay to give and it's also okay to take. We get really, really guilty sometimes for taking. Somebody at work might leave a, a box of vegetables and with a note saying free and you might want them but you might be afraid to take all of them because you don't want to take some that somebody else has. And thank you for being considerate of what somebody else might want to take as well because that's part of giving. If you have the option to take something, 
and you choose to not take it so someone else can have it, that is also a gift. That energy was offered to you and you chose to gift it to someone else instead. And there's also blessings and rewards that come with doing that. I talked before about the perfection of the universe, that everything in the universe aligns, and that's part of the patterns. That's part of the Paternalia. That the universe itself can be nothing but perfect. From the stars in the sky to the lines on the palm of your hand to the steps that you take in your life, there is alignment and there is perfection. And one part of that is that as a being in the universe, you deserve perfection and you deserve to always have your needs met because if your needs aren't met, that doesn't seem perfect, does it? You have a right to have your needs met. If your needs are not being met, there is a reason where you are choosing not to accept the things that would meet your needs. And that might be because you don't see that they're available in front of you. And it might be because you don't believe that you deserve it. We are all guilty of that. It's like the story of the guy who is in a lifeboat and it's pouring rain. And he prays to God and says, God, I need you to save me. And then a boat comes by and they try to send down a rope to him. And he says, no, 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 don't help me. I'm good. God's going to save me. And then a while later, a helicopter comes by and they drop down a rope. And he says, I don't need you. I don't need you. It's okay. God's going to save me. Because he has in his idea, one idea, in his mind, one idea of what that will look like when God sends help. But guess what? The guy dies. And he goes up to heaven and he says, hey, what's up, God? I thought you were going to save me. And God says, man, I tried. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter and you chose not to accept the help that I had in front of you. If you feel that your life isn't perfect, and please understand I say this with absolute zero blame, it could be because you are not recognizing the perfection that's around you. And maybe one of the reasons why you're not recognizing the perfection around you is because you don't believe that you deserve perfection. And my friend, I want to tell you that that's not true. You are perfect and you deserve perfection. And let me tell you something about that. If you don't think you're perfect, here's the truth. The problem is not that you are imperfect. The problem is that you are perfect, but you don't know what perfect is. Look around you for the patterns. See the perfection in your life. And recognize that as a being of the universe, you are perfect and you have a right to perfection around you. And that means that you have a right to need, have your needs met at all times. Even if you feel like it's a situation where you haven't given anything and so it's unfair for you to receive, remember that you have given in other situations. Remember that you have given to other people. And remember that you will. And don't be afraid to receive the rewards and the blessings that God and the universe has for you. As a perfect being in a perfect universe, you have a right to have your needs met perfectly. In fact, need itself is an illusion. 
when you say to yourself, I need, see how you feel in your stomach. Does saying that make you feel stronger or does saying that make you feel weaker? Because if you have a feeling of need, essentially that says that you don't trust the universe and the universe can't give you what you don't trust it to give you. Please understand there is a lot of giving and receiving and I bet you, you give a lot. Hopefully you're using your energy as effectively as possible so that you're swinging little doors that are little hinges that end up being big doors for somebody else. Cause man, that's going to come back to you even bigger. But because you give, and maybe it wasn't this life that you gave, maybe you gave before this life, maybe you're going to give after this life. The energy in the universe must go back and forth. It must flux. It must expand and retract. And you can fight against that as much as you want, but you can't change it. I encourage you to go with the flow. The flow means expansion. The flow means contraction. The flow means giving. And the flow means receiving. And you have a right to receive. Don't be afraid to receive. And as you are receiving, continue to give appreciation for what you're receiving because as you appreciate something, that thing appreciates. And that's pretty cool. But remember, too, that you can set your intentions about the things that you want to receive. You can ask for God to come save you. But then be aware that it might not come in the form that you expect it to. When I wanted a new cool, cool car that was fun and sexy and fast, I was thinking something along of the line of a Mustang or a Charger or something small but sporty. It didn't occur to me that the universe might drop a Mercedes in my lap. And so when that Mercedes got dropped in my lap, I almost said no to it because I almost didn't recognize that it was exactly what I was looking for, just in a different form. And I'm so glad I did say yes because I really love my Mercedes. But remember, as you receive, what you're receiving might not look like what you expected it to look like. That doesn't mean you shouldn't set an intention about what it is that you want. This weekend I had multiple opportunities to hang out with really cool people and I was, I was camping out with a very large group and I would say there was one gal named Megan, for example, and Megan had been very, very sweet and kind to me one evening and I wanted to find her again so that I could tell her thank you. But it's a large camp. There's many, many people there. I had no idea where she was camping or where she was or if I would run into her again, but I set an intention that I want to find Megan so I can tell her thank you. And it just so happened that I stumbled right past her at a time when she had an opportunity to visit with me for a couple of minutes. And I was so grateful for that. All it was, was I asked for the, I set the intention that I would run into this person. And I did. Was it a fluke? Was it a chance? Maybe. But I recognized the patterns because that wasn't the only time throughout the weekend that I set an intention to accomplish something that I didn't necessarily have full over, full control over whether or not I could accomplish it. 
And yet I did accomplish those things because I set the intention to. And I didn't have to fight it. I didn't have to push it. I didn't have to force anything. I just went with the flow. And the flow took me to where those things and people and situations were that I wanted to experience. And in many, many ways, it ended up being much greater, much bigger, much more wonderful than I could have predicted. Don't be afraid to give. And as you're giving, be aware of how you are giving your energy in the most effective way. Because the more you give it effectively, the more you will have to give. Be aware, too, that your energy flexes, that your energy comes and goes, that there's times when you're full of energy and times that you're not. And don't be afraid to honor that. Just because you're tired doesn't mean you should act like you're not tired. Honor it when you are tired and give back to your body for giving you the energy that it gave. And please don't be afraid to receive. You as a being in the universe have a right to get. Honor that too. This is Della. I love you. As always, you are no better than anybody else and no one is better than you. I love you. I'll see you next week.